album concept hour. It's the album concept hour. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. There's something like... It's one. Yeah. There's a, I noticed that last week there was like a weird little thing at the end of the, the theme. That's cool, though. That? Strange. That's cool, though. That's A1. A1. A1 steak sauce. Um, uh, what are we doing today? Sauce. What are we doing today? Oh yeah, that's right. It's Halloween month. We're doing our second week of Halloween month. Uh, uh, uh it's Spooktober. Two years in a row. Again. Spooktacular again. Spooktacular. Spooktober has come upon us once more. Just like the pumpkin spice and all the leaves falling. Let them all just, just wash over you as you watch scary movies. Like we are uh, about to, uh, well, aud- audibly we are in the music that we are listening to, if that makes any sense. Uh, but we are doing our uh, first ever horror double feature for our spook Double feature! I'm your host, Bradley Barron. We got John. What's up, John? Uh, I'm just chilling, man. I'm ready to hey, talk about some out. Halloween stuff. And know? what's going on? Uh, our very special guest, Nate, from, uh, from Side B and many Flyover State Park productions. Just doing swell. Doing swell. He's just and chilling with us for the night. my favorite records. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you brought one of these to the table. Uh, you you uh, are uh, really you have a, a, a real uh, soft fond spot for Tubular Bells by Mike Oldfield, which is the uh, first uh, scary Halloween record that we're going to cover today. Uh, you'll recognize it pretty immediately when I play the the first part. I'm not, I'll I won't spoil what movie it's from, listeners. You'll have to guess for yourselves. But um, it's a very, very famous Halloween movie. Most of you, if you like Halloween movies, have seen it. Um, and uh, it he, he built his career off of this, uh, this little bit. So um, we'll get into that in a minute. And then uh, after that, we have John Carpenter's Lost Themes, which is uh, John Carpenter coming back to music after, you know, um, you know many years of not directing and actually just making music with his son and uh, friends just to make music. So it's it's not for any particular movie. It's just lost in, you know, Either. various themes. And we're going to try to figure out uh, what, what John Carpenter movies they might might fit into. So, um, yeah, yeah, we got, we got some tubular bells in the first half. We got some John Carpenter in the second half. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's all instrumental. Well, mostly instrumental. Tubular bells has got... Uh, a, a few lyrics, but uh, for the most part, pretty instrumental. Um, but uh, yeah, without spoiling what movie this this song uh, we're about to hear uh, connects to, what's your story with uh, Tubular Bells, Nate? Well, I grew up with this record. Um, my dad worked at a beer distributor in southern Wisconsin where yeah. he met somebody who like would play this at work. Play, oh, yeah cool <laughs> and this was like more like i think maybe the late 80s mid 80s so okay. like this is by the time like cds and um more so like cassette tape yeah was probably yeah cassette yeah. was cassette per- ruled pretty heavily yeah and then my dad ended up maybe. buying this on cd and yeah that's how me and my brothers listened to it because it was just strange and it's like two long instrumentals mm-hmm yeah. Uh, both are like two tracks. Yeah, two tracks. Yeah, yeah. It's um, progressive rock in a sense, but it's also got some strange experimentation. Yeah. And uh, Brad will explain more that I didn't really know before this. Oh, yes. About yes. Um, the production. production 
process for this record and apparently it's pretty monumental for several reasons but um i found out that it was basically what yeah. launched virgin virgin wait wait wait, wait hold yeah. that hold that hold that uh, uh fact that you have we have yeah, a, yeah, we have a okay. we have a segment that we do on in uh season four of the other mm. kinds of tower wiki 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 facts oh wiki 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 facts yeah so we can do that yeah So what was that fact that you were about to drop on us, Nate? The wiki fact is that uh, basically Richard Branson wouldn't really have a career without, uh, I think it's Grandma's Necklace and without, oh, yeah, tubular, right. <laughs> without tubular Bells. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Richard Branson, by the way, of Virgin fantastic. Records. It is the Richard Virgin Branson you're Mobile. thinking. Yeah. yeah. Virgin Airlines, Virgin Records, Virgin all sorts of things. But yeah. It it made his career, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we are in our uh, wiki 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 facts segment, so we'll continue on uh, uh, to John. You have any any facts of uh, either this one well, or or the well, John Carpenter stuff? Y- you know, I'll I'll tell you straight up the the story I told you guys earlier when I first got here. I yeah. I brought this up with Lance. I didn't have my speaker, so we couldn't listen to it. But I brought uh-huh. it up with Lance, and I was like, yeah, because he asked me what we were doing, and I was like, yeah. well, we're doing tubular bells. Like I don't really know much about it. And he's like, "Oh, that's the song uh, with the song from The Exorcist," you know. And, he, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, I I didn't even Spoiler know alert. that. That mm-hmm. was yeah. That was just really like the and you know and, the, and he's like, yeah, it won a Grammy and everything.' And I was like, "All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's then, uh, it's, a, it's it, actually some really good music, you know. Yeah, it de- like, and it defines defined his his career. We'll yeah. get more more uh, to that in a second. Um, as far as my wiki wiki facts, um, I'll uh, uh, it's going to be on tubular bells too as well because uh, there's there's not as many facts for the John Carpenter lost themes. It's much newer, and you know all it the sounds like all Halloween, the fun John Carpenter know? facts are in the in the movies more so. But um, yeah, one interesting thing about tubular bells is this is one of the first instances of true like overdubbing where he's taking a, uh, a recording and then he's uh, using the same tape again but recording a different thing over top of it over and over and over again um and uh, hundreds of times apparently in in this project in order to get the you know sound that we have but um so yeah yeah think of that while you're listening to all these tracks because it it might seem like it's you know not too complicated compared to some other rock bands you've heard but the recording technique is was you know unheard of at the time right so. and the result is like live performances of it had to have a lot of other instrumentalists oh yeah that's true to be able to accomplish yeah. it so like yeah, it's good point yeah so like it's it's an album that kind of stands alone in how he did it all himself but like yeah. eventually he became known as like a collaborator with a lot of people or like people who covered him and we'll talk about more of those wiki wiki facts yeah All right, now we're going to get into that uh, that mystery horror movie that we 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 definitely didn't spoil for you. This is Tubular Bells Part One, Part One, because I have uh, oh <laughs> I I should mention I've separated the two tracks into three clips each, so you can kind of get a good yeah. example of what you uh, might call it like Movement One or something. Yeah, let's yeah. say Movement One. Yeah. Uh, I didn't separate it out properly though, so yeah. oh, that's is, fine. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This is uh, the first section. 
I'm going to walk down the stairs with my <laughs> arms behind my head, and then I'm going to spit split pea soup in your face. I just, like, I just, <laughs> like, see, like, a, like, you know, the music's coming in, and you're, like, you see a hand, like, on, on the staircase uh-huh, going down, uh-huh. then it blacks out, like, uh-huh. comes back, and who you see feet at the end, and, oh yeah oh yeah this is one of this is like the ultimate horror uh uh, clip it's a staple for us we we grew up with this shit Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. this uh partially also inspired john carpenter's sound um because you know he's he's an artist that does most of the stuff on his own as well um and uh yeah so so the exorcist was what kind of rocketed this uh this man virgin records everyone into to stardom uh, uh into you know lasting stardom and success uh but uh yeah what's strange though is it's such a small part of the song this is like the first in the first like minute mm-hmm. of the song Ugh. And then you get the rest of it. And then there's ah. there's this rock opera thing that's happening, and it's it's yeah, it's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, but um, yeah, it does kind of get he does his his legacy does kind of get reduced to his uh, thirty uh, seconds of little, the first uh-huh. clip yeah. of the first album uh-huh. that Richard. Richard Branson. Yeah. So the second record that I remember listening to growing up was yeah. the greatest hits that my dad had of Mike yeah. Oldfield because he kind of liked his other singles. He yeah. had a bunch of other like popular singles that have been turned into covers and stuff like Moonlight um, Shadow uh-huh. um, is a popular one or Family Man was covered by Hall & Oates. Mm-hmm. But it also had, on, the, on that record, it had just the first three minutes of... Of um oh of tubular, the song tubular bells of tubular bells yeah the yeah, part one yeah. of tubular bells because they knew that people that liked Mike Oldfield they, it was a way to get you into other Mike Oldfield uh-huh, via uh-huh. the popularity of that song well yeah 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 because yeah. <laughs> you're like wait wait he did what now that's pretty cool right um and then you yeah you look into it and it doesn't seem and and then yeah if you hear the full thing it's a very very different experience mm-hmm. you know. But uh, yeah. yeah, it is you know infamously like cut down for you know different releases so that Richard Branson could make his fortune, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently uh, I was reading in uh, it's somewhere in the Wikipedia, but um, apparently the way that this decision was made for the movie um, to decide this was going to be the soundtrack is like they uh, uh, they were having trouble with their soundtrack the the, the soundtrack that they already had. And they were like just putting on records and listening to the first little bit and like just kind of <laughs> and like literally like because it's at the beginning is pretty much what probably sold this. Yeah. Um, because I, he yeah. probably didn't even listen ah, to the rest of it. Uh, the first 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. It was, yeah. you know, they, he, he probably saw the, the, the album cover, you know, it's a really evocative yeah. like album cover, um, which like apparently they spent an insane amount of time like fo- trying to photograph the perfect wave. Oh wow! Uh, for for this cover, and then um, the the tubes part was like photographed later and like superimposed. But okay, um, but yeah, yeah, this is. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming he saw this. He's like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Throw it yeah. on. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> oh yes, and then 
you know, if you already have the movie The Exorcist and you hear this, it's like, oh shit. That actually, it fits that so is, well. That yeah. That is the perfect thing to. They were made for each other. And yeah. like, it's both. Uh, it's like weird because now that I'm thinking about it, like, Exorcist wasn't a big studio project. No, no, it was, it? It it was, was very small... much a, like, a indie ish kind of film. Oh, really? Yeah, that, well, that was, it was the we day, you know, the it, 1970s. But, yeah. Was well, like it might have been financed by like a big studio, but it was still like like there was not a lot of faith in it, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Brad. No, no, no. no it's no, all right. That was, that's like but I didn't like, check your levels earlier. That's um. But you know, it's like that. That was like the thing, you know. Yeah. That, that, that was like how Spielberg got in. That was how George Lucas got in. You know, mm -hmm, it was all mm -hmm. these like small time. Like, yeah, productions. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like like it was a rebirth of Hollywood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what. But you know, not to get in, in the weeds or anything but like that's part of the reason i like some of these like smaller time like youtubers and watching mm -hmm. their rise because it's like you see them you see them grow but like mm -hmm. just in a faster mm -hmm. amount of time than it used to take you know yeah. well, it's because it's because of the internet you know? yeah yeah and definitely the, definitely the more people yeah. that have access to it the more you're going to get a following no matter what yeah 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 shout out joel haver joel haver is one of my favorite yeah i know favorite man ones. He's, he's just so wholesome <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, this uh, next uh, clip we have for you, though, we'll get into more of what Mike Goldfield's all about because you know we we got the the Exorcist part out of the way. That's the scary part, you know. Mm -hmm. You can you can you you can cover, uncover your eyes, you can uncover your eyes, and and uh, you can relax. This next part is, uh, you know, what? I don't know if I actually remember which part this is, but it's uh, part two. I might be able to contextualize it. Part one. I'm going to try to guess that that's like seven minutes ish in. I don't remember for sure, but I think it was like eight and some change. But yeah, you're close. yeah, because yeah, yeah. like I've heard this so many times that, you know, yeah, this is a great part. Yeah, well, I love that it returned to, you know, the main theme because uh, this is kind of a little bit of a spooky part. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't think spookiness is the like intent of the track. Absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? But then you hear like it in a different context with mm -hmm. that soft like guitar, uh, like just relaxed solo thing, right. you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's it, it's like again without knowing about the overdubbing thing, it's not. It doesn't seem as impressive. But like knowing that this was just one dude doing stuff over and over again, mm -hmm. it's yeah. just like man, that's uh, putting a lot of tape together yeah. and. Um, yeah, coming up with a thing that's more than just the sum of its parts because yeah, apparently there were like snip, like very small snippets mm -hmm. that were like injected into certain parts just to make sure that mm -hmm. it would. But yeah, um, well yeah, because it's, pre it's pretty good at keeping your attention too. Like it's uh, it's a twenty something minute song, but I mean, yeah. it's since it's got the movements and you know it changes up like in the right at the right points. You know, it's definitely not not like a jam you get too sick of. Mm -hmm. it's dynamic yeah like that's that's one of the broad appeals like i say yeah. it's like movements because it, some of it is thematically similar but it's it's always changing and 
mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. it keeps you interested yeah yeah which is i mean to go back to the, like the theme of like horror this month that's like part of why this inspires i think horror so much it's so mm-hmm. uh, uh atmospheric it's so uh, uh moody and without lyrics you know you can kind of go anywhere with it in your mind mm-hmm. so um you know yeah, i can see why it inspired people like john carpenter you know and, and i'll tell you too it's like it, it it has that feeling from the from the general overtone anyways yeah but then it's like we we've grown up like with this like you know so this yeah. is like this yeah. is what our view of horror theme is you know so it's yeah like, yeah it, it affected then, all horror and, movie music yeah, after that and you know and yeah. that in itself is like a major move like towards yeah. how right yeah who's it the woman, is you know yeah who's the woman we were talking about earlier sorry brad uh, yeah but this is like a similar album you were talking about earlier uh, from um Oh, oh, uh, switched on Bach. Yeah, switched on Bach by. Yeah, that's also one of the things that inspired. Some What's of your this. name? Um, name? Yeah, I don't know, but it's got like it's got like Bach, and then like you a should bunch definitely of synthesizers yeah. behind him on the cover. Yeah, she did. Um, yeah, that's very cool. She did um, the Desirees or whatever. I forgot the composer for that too. You should fact check this shit and like add it in post. All right, all right, all right. But um, note for Brad, got it. Yeah, the feel of um, that, like you, it feels like this guy uses, and they'll later in the second song be like, spoiler alert, like some bits that are from like drinking songs. Oh but yeah, like that's what um, she did with her uh, with Switch on Bach was, and at the time made that she made the Shining music. Oh right, yeah. that's right. Okay, Wendy. When that. yeah, her name's yeah. Wendy. Uh, I God think that it. we might have talked about her at some point. Yeah. I feel like I've seen that we Wikipedia page. <laughs> Switched on back Wendy. <laughs> this is me Googling it. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, Switched on Bach is the debut album by American composer Wendy Carlos. Carlos. Wendy Carlos. Yeah. Records. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> you tell it, Alexa. <laughs> but, so yeah, yeah. Like like some people in the in the you know the movie studio started to kind of get the hint that like this was like a good, you know, atmosphere that's different from your traditional. Because at that point, like mo- almost all movies were like orchestral, like mm-hmm. big number, like John Williams shit. You know, mm-hmm. like all movies were that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was a, it was a much needed change of pace in the industry. I think. Yeah. Um, well, again, it helped set the stage for what was to come. You know, yeah. it's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those like in the mix. You know, yeah, definitely like, important songs. Um, but uh, yeah, we got one more little clip of the part one of Tubular Bells, and then uh, we'll get into part two. Part this is two. oh, this this is a little part that includes a clip from uh, Vivian Stanshaw from the. Bonzo Dog Duda Band. Oh, so, wow. Bonzo Dog yeah. Duda. Wow. Mike Oldfield was a fan. Um, but yeah, here it is.
This is a great example of like the non-horror element in this. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because it's like triumphant. It's like yeah. this soaring thing. Yeah, to be the, the end of the track. Yeah, exactly. So this is like you know, this is you're meant to leave with this feeling. Yeah, you left having yeah. destroyed Jason. You cut his head off and yeah, 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 yeah. or whatever. And there was even an and extra Blair's scene head, where like everyone parties and like are happy. You yeah, know what I mean, they never mm-hmm. have that in the horror movie. Maybe but. this is like a yeah, the end of um, Return of the Jedi. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every planet in the galaxy is like, yay! This is according uh, to Disney this now. Is Mike, but... Mike Oldfield's uh, nub nub. Yeah, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Plus, but we killed the emperor. <laughs> well, uh, kind apparently of. not. Somehow, Palpatine. Somehow, returned. we don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, no. This one. Um, so you hear the tubular bells in that clip. Yeah. Um, and what's very what's really interesting about this uh, naming of this album is that this is the very there's a this is all pretty much it for the tubular belts. It's a very yeah. short like section. And um yeah, apparently he just liked the way that uh uh what's his name? Vivian said tubular bells so much that he's like, I'm gonna call the album Tubular Bells. Yeah. <laughs> Another one of those studio moments where it's as it's as easy as it sounds right (laughs) i feel like yeah that's totally probably that's totally what happened i'm sure and like i feel like um because there's really no anchoring moment of the record otherwise yeah yeah it's it just feels like a good anchor for that's true it is nice that it's included the 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 vocal part is included there because earlier i remember we we kind of discussed and agreed that like the concept of this album is overdubbing definitely it's like it's a proof of concept it's like um a prototype you said earlier Mm -hmm. um yeah you hear a lot of it in that clip you can hear a lot of there's a lot of layers happening Mm -hmm. in that clip um yeah, I'd love to see this live. Holy shit! I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see any of the live videos. I didn't have time. Yeah, well, Mike Oldfield but... is still around. He's still making records. And yeah, yeah. I hope. I mean, we're definitely going to do more of his records. I'm sure in the future. Yeah, well, yeah. You were saying there's a there's a a, a much bigger story to his yeah yeah career than just uh, Tubular Bells Part One. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to go over more of the relationship between Richard Branson and yeah Mike Oldfield. Yeah, uh, but before we move on to the next track, uh, one fun fact for this clip is. Um, he actually cracked the uh, bells while uh, trying to record this. Like he wasn't getting, <laughs> he wasn't getting the right sound he wanted from it, and he, so he got harder and harder mallets. And uh, by the end, he was just like wailing on it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, but yeah. yeah, this next track is Tubular Bells Part Two, and there's uh, my first little bit. different than than the oh yeah the first track it's beautiful actually yeah, yeah. and it's i mean part it's of the reason why this part eye. two is my favorite yeah track on the album is that it we were kind of talking about how part one is a prototype itself maybe mm-hmm. and that the second track is like when he's really getting first beginning to get the groove with it and yeah 
there's all these different movements as well inside this track, but this one is cool because he's got like I think it's like a mandolin maybe. I think it I, is. I think it's like yeah. it, when we were listening to that it said like Spanish guitar. Oh the yeah, screen. yeah. There was some Spanish guitar. Yeah. So it's it like yeah. I, I'm very glad you got that clip because that is a very good part of the song. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we should mention. Yeah, he he mentions Vivian Sanchez mentions basically just a list of the instruments that are playing as you're hearing them. Right, right. That's yeah, the yeah. the whole yeah. ending. That's the whole mm -hmm. ending, including tubular bells yeah. of part one. Yeah, mandolin, Spanish guitar, and introducing acoustic guitar. But yeah. yeah. Acoustic. He says acoustic. <laughs> I, I, I just think it's so funny. You should just go check out the track. Acoustic. Guitar. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of fans of this, because there are, a lot, I mean, he's kind of like an underground... I was calling him like a musician's yeah. musician because, like, mm -hmm. he, um, like I said oh. earlier, he's been covered by people. And who did we cover inside B? But he's not that was widely like known. Uh, fucking, they have the album that's just all hits. Uh, but it was like mainly one guy that was behind it all. Hmm. It was yeah. side B, so it had to have been an, a state-themed album. Why can I not remember this? <laughs> Fuck, no, no, Boston. Oh, Boston. Yeah, Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from Boston. The guy who spent Brando. all of his time uh -huh. on the um, yeah. Sonic. It is a, a type of musician. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? like, he was concerned with the hardware and like mm -hmm. the different instruments. And he actually made pretend that he was doing this in a studio, but it was on his basement. Yeah. 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 That's, you know, it sounds that's like ridiculous. one of the you know, greatest awesome. albums of the 70s. Yeah. I would yeah, say Mike Goldfield has definitely been more prolific and successful. Than Boston for sure. Yeah, but, but that um, first is, album's a banger. Yeah, though. yeah, it is a banger it, it, it album. It's set, a banger. It from set a start precedent in a different uh, for yeah, a different. Yeah, and it also set yeah. a precedent for like on um, the level of production that you do for a record mm -hmm. and in mm -hmm. rock and shit. Oh, the production yeah. on that is like a one. It's yeah, tight. Yeah, I, I on, have that. I have that record at home on vinyl or on vinyl. Yeah, nice. oh, tight. Yeah. But yeah, there are I'll, certain records that just, you know, if you are a, you know, a, a, a audiophile or whatever, you need to know about certain, certain like landmark things, you know, mm -hmm. this is apparently one of them. Right. Um, by the way, uh, we have another little clip. Uh, we were, you were talking about getting into uh, uh, Richard Branson and his uh, uh, struggles. Mm -hmm. And uh, that leads me to what we have here for the uh, uh, part two is uh the story goes that uh he was told by richard branson that he wanted some lyrics in this track and so he then went back to the studio uh recorded 10 minutes of himself screaming into the microphone until his voice was hoarse and then they that's crazy. modified it and made it sound all weird yeah i think he said that he did a double speed on it which i think means it's, it's, at first, I was like, does that mean like it's twice the speed? But it, it actually is a slowing yeah. process. Like double speed means like that you started off with a clip that was in yeah, a like it's slow because it's, of how the tape, the process works or whatever. Yeah, it's I'm not just, exactly sure what I know he, what you're saying. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, yeah. This is part two, uh, part two, which is uh, referred to as Piltdown Man. Nice.
<laughs> oh, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> That's such a fun part. But uh, yeah, clearly nonsense. Just uh, just kind of making random noises into a mic. Yeah. It's real, uh, real, real very, John Lennon move. Very demony. Very demony of him. Yeah, man. I was saying, yeah, yeah, definitely some demony. I was thinking uh, some Star Wars aliens kind of oh, have this a little okay. bit sometimes. Um, I was also, uh, but yeah, no, the, it's a, it's a very strange sound. This vocal, it's uh, it, it's uh, it's cool though because it is you know uh, Mike Oldfield, so you get some vocals from Mike Oldfield in there. Um, but yeah, uh, and apparently Piltdown Man is uh. Something like uh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up in real time here, guys, because I like my facts, and I'm curious. Let's see. Uh, oh, okay. A pan paleo. Ah, the Piltdown Man was a paleoanthropological fraud, in which bone fragments were presented as the fossilized remains of a previously unknown early human. Um. Oh, okay. This is the one. That it's a, a lot scandal. Of the of uh, Christian folks point to to say that evolution is not true. Yeah, it's a. It was so a um, hoax, I believe. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's completely a hoax. Uh huh. Uh huh. But it wasn't like to disprove. People will be like, "Oh, if they didn't find anything, then it was just a hoax, and maybe it was just not true that evolution happened." And it's like, "No, there's all, yeah, there's also there's there's ones. real fossils that yeah, 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 you're looking at Austral. If you look at Australopithecus, yeah. just because one's a hoax doesn't yeah, mean yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I also just looked it up, so apparently I and maybe not double speed, but I get confused because he did double speed guitar, but um, which is when you do yeah. half speed uh -huh. and then you speed it up to normal speed, it becomes double speed, um. And then oh, apparently the engineer ran the tape silly. at a higher speed during the recording of his voice so that when they ran it back at normal speed, it dropped the pitch. And I'm not sure what they mean by that, but it must be the old. No, no, no that makes old, sense. That makes yeah. sense because of just how just the, I don't know, the the math I can't. I can't the describe math, it. Yeah, I, I know. I know what it is in my head. Like I like the, the program but stuff. But summoning that gift of like yeah, the soap yeah. opera lady who's like looking around and there's uh -huh. like equations. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. It's it's one of those. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's uh, man, that's so fucking cool. He was like, he was dealing. He was figuring out so many of these uh, uh, just strategies that you need when you're just produ producing any sound these days you know what i mean like that i hear that kind of stuff and i think of all the tools that are in you know audition or whatever you know that you know people had to fuck around with tape to figure out mm -hmm. um but yeah yeah uh we got one more uh little uh part for a uh, tubular bells uh before we move on to uh, some john carpenter uh this is oh yeah here's here's a part that everyone's gonna recognize um like you were saying, he added some familiar stuff. There's like a part in the, uh, I think part one, where he has a little um, kind of uh, jaunty kind of section that a he jaunty. wrote for his grandmother that was a reference to something. And then um, this is uh, a direct reference to the sailor's hornpipe, which is a famous um, sea, let's just say sea shanty. Yeah. Thank you. 
You know, I just realized there's some really weird like tape stuff going on in the background of that. Like it's like some uh like you can hear like how like something's being sped up or slowed down in the background for from the dub or something. But hold on, he, he, let's hear it again for a second. Listen between the notes. Kind of sounds like almost like old timey cartoons or something. I have it's like heard it's like a it's SpongeBob. almost metallic. Yeah. yeah. Where have I heard this? I know, I know I've but, heard. But John, do you know what I'm talking about? Dun, 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 you hear the, the weird scratching in the yeah. background? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But um, it was. It's been on Popeye. Popeye was. That's was the a, one. That's a real popular. Thank one. you. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, but yeah, that, that sound in the background definitely becomes part of the song, and I'm not sure if it's another instrument. It must be. It's got to be some fragment yeah. of the the overdubbing or it could be an overdub of like him kind of like messing with a string of some kind or a string instrument oh yeah that's true it could be intentional yeah could be totally intent like but yeah it seems oh, like these are the things because i was just thinking i was hearing the sailor's hornpipe before you know i was right. focusing on that but um yeah but yeah the sailor's hornpipe though very famous yeah. and uh, and i should mention that he also did um in dolce jubilo which is a um I, it's it's also Weep. an old song that I can't remember who made it, but um, it's like do 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 do. It's a Christmas song. Okay, okay, just yeah. one of those standards. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's he did like really great guitar on it, but like so he is fond of using. Yeah, because like the nice thing about old classical composers is like people think that that composer is protected by copyright but really it's about no, no, who no. performs the version no if you it, make your it own depends on yeah, if they can... created the music before mickey mouse right or after mickey right mouse. you can draw <laughs> upon public domain and then you can copyright your version of it yeah and then yeah. like it's a problem if you try to well, use yeah, somebody's yeah, that's, version that's happened yeah that's been yeah. a real problem on youtube but it's i just yeah. like that he he recognizes that and is just yeah. like I'm gonna like occasionally just do a classic song well, that's in the middle of some, nowhere. Some YouTubers do that. They'll yeah. just they do all classical mm -hmm. music and it's like, hey, if it works, it works. It's you know? free. Right. Like, I, I, I watched this channel of this guy that just fucking no no voice really, except for every now and again, but he was just doing stuff with plants. He was just like, you know, growing his plants and showing you the whole process. And classical music behind it. Mm -hmm. It was just relaxing. It was like really, really nice. Right. But um anyway. Yeah. Anyone out there that's trying to start a, a YouTube channel just and you need music, classical. It fucking, works. It works. But like I said, make sure that you're not using <laughs> Oh yeah, you can't make sure you're using a, a royalty person. free yes. version uh -huh. of it because that's what I was trying to say is like Yeah, yeah. There's the royalty free versions and then there's the performances that people want royalties. Yeah. And, Copyright law is complicated. Yeah, guys. it is. Yeah, yeah. Know what you're doing. Yeah. Before you get into but some. But anytime you see royalty free, you can almost be sure. And yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, we are going Any to. Uh, actually, what, why don't we take a quick break before we jump into the John Carpenter oh. stuff? Uh, right. we, yeah. we got through tubular bells, uh, but we're going to jump back into some uh, horror because John Carpenter cannot help himself but to be horrifying sometimes <laughs> um but yeah when we come back we are going to be listening to some lost themes on the album concept album. lost themes the album concept 
Huh? What? Where... where am I? Welcome back. Oh god, not this shit again. You won't escape me this time. Didn't I teach you enough of a lesson last time? No one with my episode count. I know, you said that last time, but now I'm at like, what, 60 episodes? Dude, you can't hold me here. 60's not gonna do it this time. So, what, you, you tell me you want me to make another 31 episodes? Just like last year? Is this gonna be a yearly thing? Are you gonna pull me into the void every year? If I have to. If you have to, oh my god. Dude, look, got a job? I got kids, I got a wife, I, I don't have time to be in here playing games with you all the time. This is no game. You better start editing. Uh, fine. Hey guys, Dustin here. Hi. So, you know what? This went so well last year that we decided to do it again. But this year we're doing something a little bit special. This year, all 31 stories are Through the Fog originals written by Dark Hero. He wrote episodes like My Friend Has More Than Cavities, Why Aren't They Answering Their Phones, Piles of Candy, Hello, and last week's Mr. Clackety. I'm really excited to share these stories with you and really hope that you enjoy hearing them as much as I enjoyed reading them. But the episodes will start launching on October 1st, just like last year, and they will be coming out every single day for the month of October. But that's going to be it for me for now. See you then. It's time to open the door to your mind. <coughs> Sit back and listen to true horror. <laughs> but be careful of what you allow in. Time to go through the fog. The Album Concept Hour. All right, let's let's get back into it. Welcome back, everybody, to the Album Concept Hour. We are here for the second half of our horror double feature. Uh, we have for the second half the master of horror himself, or at least one of them, John Carpenter, and uh, Lost Themes from 2015. He started making these badass instrumental albums with his son Hell and yeah. his friends. Um, speaking of which, I've seen I've seen the, him live uh, actually since he started doing this. I had a, I had a friend uh, shout out to Walter out there who took me out to see uh, uh, John Carpenter. We were like two, we were like second row or something. Like he was right, right there. Like it was one of the coolest, uh, uh, you know, experiences. I, I wasn't as much of a John Carpenter fan then as I am now, so like I didn't even you know, fully appreciate the, you know, coolness of it. But it was really cool. Just old guys just fucking up there, just kind of, <laughs> you know, going back and forth, just not really moving a whole lot, you know, but he's having a great time up there. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So he, he has this album uh, that what we're going to do uh, for this Lost Themes uh, half is we're going to kind of try to fit these themes with some John Carpenter movies. Um, seeing as they're lost, we're gonna try to find. Yeah, we're gonna try to um, yeah, yeah. create some like try alternate reality. Their, their, find their, their souls. 
the, try and find yeah, their after soul this man. episode is, is done it'll be called found themes so yeah yeah you'll have to re- retitle it i'd like to see maybe on the because there are two other volumes of the of this maybe in future halloweens we could be like all right we're gonna like use these themes and try to like pair them with david lynch movies or <laughs> yeah something yeah, like that yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, actually, we do have something. Me and Dave actually do have something similar to that that we're going to be cooking for the uh, Muse movies tonight. Okay, sweet. Um, but uh, that's 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 saved for after we do like six or more episodes. So, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is uh, transition into the next track. First track. I don't have a transition. We have another. We have a track for you guys. The first track of this album. And uh, yeah, uh, oh, John, feel free to ask us. By the way, you're not as much of a carpenter head, so just feel free to ask us at any time what the hell we're talking about when we're talking right, about these right. different movies and how they would fit in. Um, but yeah, this first track is uh, Vortex. Down the stairs. <laughs> Don't know what you're gonna find. Ah! Yep, and it, it's got you. It's it's already got you. You're <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's how that's how he starts this thing off. You know, really, really like it's really, very it's really gripping. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, from the get go, it's John Carpenter. You know, he's got he's got a style. It's pretty unique to him. You know, people try to mimic it, but they don't ever quite do it the way he does. Um, but uh, no one else is John Carpenter. <laughs> no, no. Well, his son comes close though. His son does come close. Uh, is it Joseph Carpenter or something? Uh, let me see here. It's probably Cody Carpenter. That's right. Um, and uh, oh, they have also collaborated with uh, uh, his godson, um, Daniel Davies as well. Hmm. So, um, interesting. Those are the some of the people that come with him on tour. But um. Yeah, for uh, Nate, what do you what are you thinking for this one? What do you uh, as far as John Carpenter movies? So when you hear the whole track, I it kind of struck me as a Escape from New York kind of track. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like a new because we were talking about how maybe John Carpenter should make a new Escape movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And I thought it'd be one great if you like Escape. Escape from DC or like uh huh Escape what, from Chicago. What or... is Escape from New York, fellas? I'm I've not so, seen this movie. All right. Yeah. So Escape from New York, you got you got Snake Plissken. Yeah, played by Kurt Russell. Played by Kurt Russell, and uh, he is called in to uh, save the president. He's been he's been kidnapped by these uh, I guess let's just say terrorists. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's in. Oh yeah, New York. We should mention New York is now a prison colony. Yeah, it is a walled-off prison, like okay. city, uh, kind of like Arkham City. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So he he has to save the president, and uh, right. Snake Plissken. He's got an eye patch on. <laughs> he's given one-liners left and right. 
It's one of his more badass characters, and it launched Metal Gear Solid as yeah. They well, used the, the, the later franchise. Well, yeah, it, like they basically Hideo Kojima. They took their liberties, it. but it was in Japan, and they were like, "Solid Snake is yeah. definitely based on." Yeah, Snake yeah. Person. They this happens a lot in video games. They would just take <laughs> like full pieces of of media from other places and just like, yeah, no, we're just gonna we're just gonna take that character, right? And put it like in this. Mario is just like, well, of course we have the red shirted guy in overalls plumber yeah but we have donkey kong who is just king kong essentially yeah yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah good call yeah <laughs> but i think okay. he's just I been mean, around so yeah. long we've forgotten but you're yeah. right he was literally just you know doing the no king kong. he is he, he is had king the kong. princess yeah they yeah. just called him donkey kong yeah yeah why donkey no one really yeah. knows maybe he's got a powerful <laughs> kick but you know hey hey yeah who knows yeah, it who works knows? and the donkey we love kong donkey never kong. really comes up um but uh i guess it why why does it have to yeah um but uh yeah i was thinking maybe uh precinct 13 that's all from on precinct 13 yeah this that would, would be, also fit into yeah um any action any really actiony film? We also said maybe like um, Big Trouble in a Little China, but that's probably like the honorary yeah, mention because yeah. I feel like this is a little bit too tense for that. That that one has a more comedic edge to it as well. Yeah, that's, more a, that's a real. Relief. That's an outlier for, for yeah. the John Carpenter movies. Yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, I think that uh, this is this would fit well with like a montage or like a, a character reveal or something. You know. Yeah um and uh yeah yeah i don't know but big trouble in little china that also had kurt russell right yes yeah yes. well kurt russell is basically his like main right guy. his main guy yeah, yeah and there, yeah. and by the way if you go to wikipedia for john carpenter like his his wikipedia has like a chart on like yes. 12 actors that have been in like all of his movies so yeah yeah, yeah. it's probably somewhere in here <laughs> yeah he, he's got he's got there's a lot of charts in the the john carpenter um uh, yeah, you're oh, only in I'm his on filmography. filmography. You're yeah, not yeah, even in the main right. article. Yeah, this bro. is a separate page that we <laughs> need to make for just his filmography. But yeah, um, yeah, he's got uh, director, writer, producer, and composer, and he does a variety of those uh, uh, things in the movies. But, um, but yeah, yeah, um, I think that I think those are those are some good 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 uh, uh, theme choices. Um, maybe maybe John, maybe you could uh, in this next one. Think about maybe which uh, Marvel movie it might fit in. All right. You know what I mean? All right. So, uh, yeah, let's do the second track here. This is Obsidian. <laughs> I have a Marvel movie to say that I think of it's quite... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could all do the Marvel movie thing, but yeah. <laughs> these are all lost themes for Marvel films. John Carpenter's Suddenly. a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, what, what were you thinking, Nate? When you... I was thinking of Morbius. 
Because <laughs> ah. it's like evil castle. Oh, there we yeah. go. Oh man, <laughs> it's vampire. You're music. right. That's that's what would make Morpheus. That's the that only thing that would make Morpheus a whole better. Lot of sense. Yeah. 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 See, I was I was thinking either Thor: Dark World or oh. like the last Thor movie. Oh like lord. The parts yeah. with uh, with with gore. You know. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Make them more more big and yeah. dramatic. No, yeah. it's Morbin time, baby. Uh, <laughs> Morbin time. Yeah, I finally did see that since it, it hit Netflix. Was it okay? It's so bad. It's okay, just yeah. as bad. It's, it's I won't watch it. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's like watching like a ninety. The only thing Jared uh, Leto. How was the movie? It's I guess I guess as long anymore. as I got you here. How was the uh, the end credit scene with with uh, with Michael Keaton? Oh, even worse. Or is that just oh, like God. it's just no, there's nothing. There's no redeeming qualities of the movie. Like that it's. Sucks. I mean, if you want to watch, I mean, I guess if you want to talk about, it, if you want the details, but no, no, we, we don't just, have to. I don't yeah. need to know. It's more the situation be, of Morbius is. You know, I think that Morbius should have a cameo in the new Fantastic Four, and he'll be, come up to the to the thing or what's the rock guy's name? The thing. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, he'll yeah, come yeah. up to the thing, which is also a John Carpenter movie, by the way. Right, right. And he'll um very different, and thing. he'll be like. Clobberin' time? No, it's Morbin time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if they, if yeah, I think someone at some point should reference some Morbin point, time. Yeah, I agree. That's really yeah. in universe. That's good. Yeah, we well, need yeah. a more a Morbin time in universe. Yeah, yeah. from some character, maybe Deadpool three. <laughs> With Logan. Yes, Deadpool would be the proper yeah. place. Oh that would be God, the best place super for that. excited yeah. for that. You know what? Way. No, I, I guarantee that's already in the script. <laughs> uh, actually, <laughs> who are we talking? We're talking about Deadpool. That's yeah, definitely yeah. in the script. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for John Carpenter movies, uh, I know you haven't seen this one, Nate, but Mouth uh, in, in the Mouth of Madness. Yeah. That's uh, that's one uh, starring Sam Neill, <laughs> and uh, it's really like that's Lovecraftian. That's like the Lovecraftian, yeah. Yeah, very. It's also like a... Uh, I guess somewhat of a, a a jab at Stephen King because like the main baddie is this Stephen King type guy that's like okay. bringing forth all these Lovecraftian things. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. It's one of, it's it's one of my favorite John Carpenter's. Um, but I know when we were listening through this the first time, you were saying uh, immediately Final Fantasy boss. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely a part of it that yeah. has like um, yeah. it's like oh fuck dude this is gonna be a hard one yeah it's like at the end of disc disc two you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah shit's real dire (laughs) i'm thinking legend of dragoon actually specifically legend of dragoon (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. um but uh yeah i think you also said uh assault and precinct 13 um Halloween could probably fit, you know. Yeah, there, yeah. and there's different Any, like kind of these all could fit yeah, Halloween. There's this a lot of different so, parts yeah. of each of these songs that once again, like we were talking about with the dynamics with Mike Oldfield, there's a lot yeah. of dynamics in John Carpenter's songs. Mm-hmm. He likes mm-hmm. to try to explore themes. Yeah. Like he takes he takes the Lost Mike Oldfield themes. stuff and then he does it like ten or hundred times quicker and more efficiently. <laughs> yeah. Because he's not his his end goal especially when he was first starting to do this was just to get make free music for the movies you know like it was just a way to to save on the the movie making process yeah and so like you know he just he just you know blasts this stuff out and then he has some stuff to use in his editing bag. right and he came up with some gems i mean yeah absolutely. the halloween theme is yeah. 
instantly recognizable. Oh, and I should say that one specifically, oh, he was well, thinking so. of the Mike Oldfield uh, Exorcist thing. Really? That was like that's a direct inspiration. Yeah, I'm sure he was yeah. trying to kind of mimic the feel of that, like, yeah. Pin and needles kind of feel. Was that um, was yeah. that in the the uh, the documentary on Netflix? Have you seen that? Because there is for, a, for what for Halloween. Oh there no, like, there, no, no! It's one of the, oh, the movies that made. Yeah, us. yeah. They, they did a whole a like stuff. They did a whole horror mm. like theme. Like there's I'll like check it out. Yeah, yeah. There's like four yeah. different uh, horror theme like maybe movies I should have watched that. that. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's hey, you know, it is the, the month process, to do it. So yeah. So it's like it's like that. Um, like murder on um. Elm Street, whatever. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. No, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, the the one with the the summer camp. Uh, the, oh, they do, Friday, they, they do Friday the, the Friday 13th? the thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Those movies all, that made us all the standards. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, this kind of music is all over them. Um, yeah, there was you know obviously a lot of people that tried to mimic Carpenter's styles uh, for these movies too. But um, yeah, the next story we got for you guys is called Fallen. Apparently, John Carpenter's dad was uh, uh, involved in uh, classical music or something. So okay. he was around a lot of that stuff growing up. So I think that probably is part of the reason he's also so easily kind of be able to, able to find those notes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and hit the... Um, it's almost like... Because uh, there were cor- certain chords that would be preferred because, mm-hmm. especially with like Catholic... The Catholic Church, oh, they didn't yeah, want absolutely. like satanic the the devils oh, chords yeah, or yeah. whatever. Was, like the devils, like the like, minor, triad yeah, or whatever chord. like the minor chords yeah, yeah, that yeah. are like really sinister sounding and like yeah. I feel true. like John Carpenter likes to hit on like minor chords that like are chilling, spine chilling. Definitely, he yeah. he leans way way into them. Yeah, um, like this one, I was thinking like uh, I don't know, this one I was thinking maybe Starman. You know, he did the he did Starman. Yeah, this is a little more sci-fi. He didn't but do it the all, music for even it, though it though. has that. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, it does have the the sinister minor. Who chords, did the but, music for Starman? Uh, well, let's look here. We yeah. have uh, no, oh, okay, no one, not him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I was yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, we have music by Jack Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Yeah. All right. All right. But yeah, he it was apparently one of the first uh, major motion pictures that he was involved with. So the studio right. just wasn't, uh, you know, studios doing just studio stuff. Yeah. And I think that might have been one of the I, I think that he cited or somebody cited in an article about how yeah. that movie didn't do as well as it ex- was expected to. And it might have had a role in how he didn't get much bigger projects uh, offered to him later on. Yeah, yeah. It's like he does get projects, but it's definitely like uh, on the way, like the downward slope as far as like critics. Right. Are concerned. It doesn't get as much recognition. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're all yeah. quality. Movies, yeah. I mean, honestly. yeah. A but lot like, of the even his early stuff, though, wasn't 
as recognized, but now yeah. there's like a cult following for all of his yeah, work. Yeah, so. yeah, like he's he's especially post Stranger Things, which is like almost an entirely just an homage to his work. Yeah, you know, like he's he's a little more like respected now. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but you know, everyone that loves horror movies has always had him on the pedestal. But, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. This one though, um, yeah. Do you, what do you could you think of a Marvel film and hearing that one? You want to hear it again? Uh, yeah. I guess I guess to me that could be like any one of the like any one of like the Avengers movies, you know, like hmm. okay, like okay. some of the thinking moments during yeah, the yeah, yeah, movies, you know, like I could see that, yeah, kind of just like sitting around kind of trying and, to and then, and dwell then you're like, on you're like putting two and two together for yeah. the first time, and you're like, Holy Thanos shit. is on his way here. I gotta decide between you know, well, even even like the earlier ones, like, like Age of Ultron, like the yeah. music would have really fit, you know. I can see that, or even even some moments during like the Winter Soldier, you know. Yeah, it'd be nice. Like, it'd be really cool to see them do like a whole movie with this kind of sound. I don't... Yeah, I mean, earlier before we when we did the listen through, I kind of was like, "Be sweet if like Disney would just be like, hey, John Carpenter, do you want to direct a Marvel or a Star Wars film, or just like anything? Maybe that would be cool. I, would, I would just cool. like, man, be like, it would oh, be that would be like the that's like like nerd what project what yeah that's Star a nerd wet project yeah. if someone would just give. if he did like a new thing imagine a star wars horror movie yeah that would be insane yeah. like yeah. i would totally watch uh, the yeah, shit out of space that. horror yeah a space yeah. horror was in star uh -huh. wars universe yeah yeah like you could do the fucking i mean i know that they said that the yuzhan vong or whatever aren't in it anymore but they were like they had like biological weapons you could get like hr geiger type shit with John Carpenter mm -hmm. and maybe even get Ridley Scott in there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. You know, I mean, they, they already had Sam, um, uh, 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 Doctor Strange dude um, came in. I'm not remembering. Sam his. Raimi. Raimi did. came yeah. in. Yeah. And he was a horror so director. So maybe yeah. next direct, next Doctor Strange. Yeah, maybe. Stu Carpenter. Yeah. Let, let Carpenter do the next one. Yeah, yeah. Let, let him take let Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange be the, the weird ones. Yeah, to the real. His name's to the already real Doctor realm Strange. Of weirdness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It should be like this. It was. Yeah. All, it got close with with uh, you know the madness film. Yeah, I, I liked. Mm -hmm. I liked. Uh, there was not enough multiverse, but I did really. I agree. I agree. There I, was more madness than multiverse. But there needed to be more. What can you expect? There from was Sam one Ruby. like weird multiverse there, but yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I I still stand though that the the scene where they're like going through all the different dimensions that was great well yeah yeah like with with yeah. uh when when he was, was like a spider verse kind of moment yeah. yeah 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 very excited for those movies too yeah. yeah um but yeah this next track we got for you uh is track four and it is domain <laughs> is this 
the one that you were saying <laughs> I got you were saying was Escape from L.A. or is that a different one? Yeah, definitely Escape from L.A. Yeah, that's, a, that's the one movie I was thinking. Like, so this for is... context, John, yeah, Escape from L.A. was that's a... right. There's a there's a sequel to this. Yeah, Escape they, series. They were like, oh, Escape from New York was great, and oh, everybody made sequels, you know, in the 80s and 90s. So like, of course, they had to make a sequel, but it wasn't as good because it was kind of like super commercialized uh-huh. and it was the same you plot. know that that's it what was this the same song, plot recycled but in a different city yeah that see that's what this song sounds like though is like super commercialized yeah yeah that, that, yeah. that great like great you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah with the, it's with, like with oh the, 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 the shit, local you know, news the is on yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's, like like some 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 you know, somebody's like walking down the street of New York. Yeah, know, yeah. Like- yeah, it's definitely, in my opinion, one of the weaker tracks on this album. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you don't have all it's, the hits. It's, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely like uh, he's he's going outside of his, nor- his normal <laughs> realm here, I think. With yeah. His- he's reaching. Yeah, I think he's feeling himself, you know? He's like, <laughs> he's really, he's feeling saucy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's but, really digging that '80s sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, I don't, like this I don't is care what I would write it. if I could write a classic <laughs> '80s pop tune. Yeah, it's like, all right, Dad, we'll put it in. <laughs> but yeah, this would also. I, I was just gonna say this would fit on maybe. Well, that section would fit on the Transformers the movie soundtrack. Oh the, yeah, the animated movie. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see it's, that. It's pretty um, '80s. Uh, it it could also be like a instructional video for how to make ah yes a um i see any number of instructional videos yeah yeah mcdonald's assembly line maybe (laughs) (laughs) here's the patty you need to get your patties toasted before you put them on the wrapper and then you put on like creating the krabby patty yeah two squirts of ketchup will do you (laughs) <laughs> just two squirts i, 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 I couldn't remember anything from the training video because of the badass music behind yeah. it <laughs> yeah the soundtrack was too distracting yeah uh <laughs> not to shit on john carpenter but yeah. uh yeah no it's i think it's uh, uh it's got that vibe though yeah, yeah yeah like especially if this was like if this was in escape from la like it would fit the vibe and the theme and it, you know, even the corniness of it would make yeah. sense, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. This next track we got for you guys is, uh, mystery. So this one I was definitely thinking is Halloween for sure, or mm-hmm. in general. So originally John Carpenter, I think, wanted Halloween to be an anthology of different plots. So that's oh, why yeah, the third that's right. one, that's yeah. why the third one is the weird like toy company that makes the masks that yeah make people, they like possess, try to possess the kids to the masks Ooh. and kind of make it, the whole town could be oh. like possessed, not possessed, but um. Yeah. Like mind controlled. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The toy company's behind it that makes the mess. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was weird because John Carpenter was like, I'm not going to do. Th- I don't think he did three. If you look there, I think he only did Halloween. And then he's been doing the reboots as yeah. a producer. Yeah, yeah. He did Halloween and Halloween two. And then three, they were like. He did the music for Halloween three. He, oh, but okay. I, they, probably, they might have just used. 
Wait, no, no. Halloween three. I, I I was hearing on uh, one of the videos I was watching that he had like a psychedelic soundtrack kind of. So it was a very different yeah sound. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think he was involved in the music and then a, a producer. Season of on... the Witch. Yeah, yes, yeah. and it was actually a good movie. A lot of people actually look back on it and said if it didn't have the Halloween name attached to it, yeah, that it would have it wouldn't have compute if it was just called Season of the Witch. It wouldn't have confused people. But on the other hand, yeah. it's like he originally wanted it to be more of an anthology. And that would have been ama- amazing. Yeah, to see. Yeah. Like, he didn't intend for yeah. the Michael Myers to be a the icon that continued. Because, yeah, they they, yeah. they they wanted like a they wanted just to pump out like a, just like with um Friday sell. the 13th. Uh-huh. Just like Friday everything, man. Yeah. 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 But, um, but the your, final Halloween's the coming, with guys. The mask and, yeah, Halloween, um, right, Halloween right. kill. It's coming. Fil- yeah, yeah. And now the, we're the, done. The very final. And ever the next Halloween, Halloween movie they make, I'm just going to ignore. Uh-huh. Oh wait, this is Halloween ends. Yes. Because it was so Halloween, that, Halloween kills, and Halloween ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's. I haven't seen any of them yet, but I think the first that, one was pretty final. good. Megan and I, I'm going to have to get my dude, wife to to watch them with the, me because well, I want. I'm interested. Mostly, it's it's the fact that it's got the the John Carpenter soundtrack really helps. Yeah, and yeah. I also like that it's David Gordon Green and fucking um. God damn it, he was in Pineapple Express, and he he's been in a bunch of Judd Apatow things. Uh, He's he was in oh, um he was who, the baseball show on HBO. Who is who is he in uh in Pineapple Express? He's Red, the drug dealer. Yeah, oh. yeah, the guy with the with the, the the thing at the end, right? The neck brace, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that guy's great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what his name is. Who played Red in Pineapple Express? Red was played by Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Yeah. That's the one. Yep. That's the, yep. one. That's yep. the one. Mystery. Yeah. Solved. He's he was the he's been on these projects, and even though David Gordon Green has historically done like indie and comedy, him and Danny McBride have done the movies. Yeah. For Halloween with um, John Carpenter obviously as like an executive producer, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Posing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's a really compo- key component to the, mm-hmm. to the success, right? Um, yeah, I'm just. Oh yeah, I was thinking this would fit in Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely thinking like like white lights coming down kind of thing. You also know. mentioned Return to Oz. You know, Return. Have you ever seen Return to Oz, John? No. The creepy one with the 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 skeleton rider guys. What no. are they called? The guys with the long arms with the wheels at the end of them. Wheelers. Wheelies? Wheelers. Wait, is Return to Oz? What? It's the one where she starts off in a psych ward. Oh, that's a scary. Yeah, it's like a scary, yeah, yeah, yeah. weird it's Wizard a very of Oz sequel. Psychological, yeah. like head trip Wizard of Oz. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's great. It was it's apparently really made for kids, but like kids were like not having it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I I loved it. I mean, some it kids scared the shit it. out of yeah. me, but I loved it. Yeah, you know? I mean, but, fucking never ending story. Taste. Never yeah. ending story scared me when I was a kid it was a, because yeah, of the those like the scary beast, and not the beast, but like the. Atreyu? Not Atreyu, but there was like a, there was like a, the, in the 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 dog faced dragon guy? Not that, but like there was a certain enemy that they faced in Uh, that, that was like, just super scary. Super scary, weird. I thought it was like a, like a triangle shaped thing. Maybe, I don't know. Pyramid head. Pyramid head, yeah. That's what's scary. You were seeing Pyramid head in the never ending story. I don't think that's actually in the film. I think you might have just been seeing that there. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, But uh, yeah, that would be scary. Uh, much like the abyss that we're about to get into. Yeah. 
This one, I was definitely thinking Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, yeah. Well, and really any, like, you know, looking around, got your gun out. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, have you seen Assault on Precinct 13? No, I have not. Oh, that's a lot of what the, the movie yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what the music sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Assault on Precinct 13 is uh, basically a bunch of... Uh, well, well, okay. A, a, a guy is, is rolling around with his daughter, and uh, he decides to get some ice cream with his daughter, and then some gang members it's like a convict break out of yeah. Some gang members kill his daughter while she's enjoying this ice cream. Oh boy! And then this guy tries to retaliate. Triggers And then he, the gang members, are upset by this retaliation. I think he kills one of them or something. And then uh, he's in the uh, precinct, and all of the gangs come out of everywhere and try to assault the precinct, which is actually not 13. It's like 15 or something. But uh, it's called Assault in Precinct 13. But, uh, yeah, really, really great movie, though. Really great editing. And uh, one of his uh, earliest, like, soundtracks that, like, people kind of uh, noticed him for, you know. Um but yeah, that's what I was thinking for this track. I think it could fit into that. Have you guys ever seen Event Horizon? Yes, that is a creepy fucking movie. Sam Neill's in that too. Yeah, Sam Elliott's in that, and I mean, I think Sam I saw Elliott. it. Not Sam Elliott. Sam You're right, Sam, Sam Neill. Yeah, right? Sam okay. Neill. Yeah, from, from Jurassic. I, I thought you right? said Sam Elliott, and I just kind of went with it. I'm like, oh wait, I'm confusing him with Sam Neill. <laughs> Sam Elliott in that movie would be fucking uh, great, dude. Yeah. He's like, he's like going crazy. He's he's <laughs> doing the Sam Neill role, but he's yeah. got his mustache and everything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's another. That's basically Sam Neill doing a very like in the mouth of madness type character in a different movie yeah he had like a few years where he's like i want to do strictly lovecraftian stories after jurassic park for some reason uh so he did uh but yeah that one is fucking wild <laughs> that one is a really really crazy space horror oh and going back to the never ending story <laughs> i was thinking of never ending story 2 which had these creepy oh. ass fucking um automaton oh. type robot guard things oh, shit. Okay. in one of the scary places oh, my and God. that scared the fuck out of me when yeah. i was a kid it's like Mother black Jesus. like dark and, and like it, you can't see eyes. its face yeah it almost yeah. reminds me of the new villain in in the deep dark in minecraft the warden if you want to oh look it looks it's the it's the warden it looks a little bit like that yeah, yeah. maybe that's why the warden is is so frightening yeah maybe yeah yeah you have the video about that right yeah well i mean uh, yeah <laughs> I, i've faced it yeah, yeah. Before in my Minecraft. But if you want to find out what I'm talking about, go check out his YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, link in the description. Um, yeah. What do you guys? What do you guys think of this? Uh, this track? You got any 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 Marvels? No, no, no Marvels. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just like Marvel you know. No. I mean, if again, you know, if you're gonna put it to a Marvel film, you're gonna have it be a scene where they're like, you know, there's like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. looking around, yeah, yeah, into some shit. Yeah, yeah. It's coming. It'd be cool. Uh, yeah, this next track we got for you is Wraith. Yeah. 
a spooky graveyard. Yeah. Midnight. Definitely spooky. <laughs> Definitely spooky on this one. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this would be a good Halloween three season of the witch. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can see as that. Well. It's, got, it's got some 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 little spacey elements to yeah, it. On it on its yeah. own, it could be like a new version of the like yeah. little why, why is it called Season of the Witch? We were talking about that because it's 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 about the fact that um they is there a witch involved? There's no, but there's like mind See, control through the I masks and then That's probably part of the problem. I think it's Season one. of the Witch because it's like it's kind. Of, it's basically like Halloween season. It's literally about Halloween and about oh, kids like, getting. Oh, like Halloween is the season of the yeah. Witch. I think that's kind of oh, well, what the yeah. Uh, that all Hallows Eve and all that. You know. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Maybe it's the title. Maybe the title. And then right. like the mind control. Even though it's all done via like yeah. modern technology, it's 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 um. It's like a it's modern evil. take on it's an old, whole thing. It's a curse. Yeah, on yeah. an old like maybe German story where a witch is terrorizing the kids of a town right or something yeah 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 and, and it's called wraith yeah which it, you know kind of fits i i know that that, yeah. that makes me think of like a dementor type thing yeah, right yeah, yeah 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 kind of like the thing you were just showing us a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Demons. yeah 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 i think this one this one really fits its uh its uh uh title you know mm -hmm. it is a little like some of these don't fit their title as much but like this one and like maybe the abyss uh the last track really did yeah but um, were you gonna say something? No, it just makes me want to. It just makes me want to now explore the other volumes of, because he's done a couple more albums. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, he has uh, Lost Themes two, and then Lost Themes three, which is like a live something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to see what else they've been cooking up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say about this one. Anybody knows? Oh yeah, I was gonna say this could fit in Ghosts of Mars, Vampires. The fog, village. Oh of the yeah, this would Ghost fit of Mars lots, too. Yeah. Honestly, but uh, I think Ghost of Mars for me is where I would like to hear it. You know, that's one of yeah. my favorite John Carpenter ones too. A lot of people shit on that one. It's 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 hokey. It's strange, but it's it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, the next track we got for you is Purgatory. Ooh. Like yeah. chopping someone in half. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. that scene. Like you know, yeah. The doom turning around and like everything's in slow motion. And then like you know, it, it can go either way. It's either yeah. the hero slashing him, or it's like or the hero like, being slashed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like okay. not even a hero. Like an early scene. Like you know, like well, it's like an early set up the story. Scene. Or yeah. it could be the slashing in half of the. So the it there's a woman protagonist and yeah. her boyfriend is being slashed in half and she's like no yeah uh -huh, he's uh -huh. dead and then yeah. she kills yeah. the monster and then uh -huh. um she finds a new boyfriend in the eight months later scene and then um the monster pops up in the window uh -huh. ah! yeah that's yeah. kind of uh -huh. the vibes uh -huh. I got but <laughs> yeah 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 I I like what this brought to you guys yeah you got this just really made you guys think. It's it is just, it is I a see really fire like, in the background, you know, like yeah. like just 
sweat. Maybe on the maybe the brow. old Sephiroth uh, uh, is the fire in the background yeah, thing. That's a really yeah. old reference, but yeah, he was he was standing in a bunch of flames that one time. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, very moody. Um, I was just gonna check the personnel here. Um, okay, yeah, it looks like it's still. This is all still mostly uh, electronic. I was thinking that maybe there was some some uh, instruments, but I don't think so. I don't think it is. Because so yeah, some of those, some of those sound like some guitar like uh, bends. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a little more a little more polished than you would hear in like his movies. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got one more track for you guys. We're not gonna spend too much time in purgatory. I know what you're, that's what you're supposed to do, but you know we're gonna we're gonna actually move right along out of purgatory <laughs> into uh, the last track. Oh, uh, called... we, we don't get to see the seven levels of hell. No, nah, we're gonna we're gonna skip that right on over to to night. Here's night. So when so did Stranger, Stranger Things come yeah, out? Yeah, <laughs> what, what episode of Stranger Things are we watching, Bo? Oh, uh, I, I didn't know this new season was already out. Jeepers, crime me! I'm super <laughs> excited. You you had this, you had the pre footage, and you didn't even tell us. Nah, I, yeah, oh. yeah. Netflix is uh, is uh, sending out exclusive uh, previews right now. I see that, and yeah, you're yeah. in the party. That that's yeah. so. Stranger Things came out in July on July fifteenth, twenty sixteen. Uh huh. When did this come out? February third, twenty fifteen. Ample time for the Stranger Things guys to be like, yeah, make it more Carpenter, man. Now, when did okay? So when did they? The the, my question though is when did the Stranger Things person write that theme? Yeah, that's a good question. Sure, Things theme because this could be a uh, a twenty first century Iron Man situation. Yeah, Uh, composed by Kyle. Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein. I mean, it just, yeah, right there. You don't even need to look up when. It just says that, you know, his influence were John Carpenter, Goblin, uh-huh. Vangelis, Georgia Maroder. Like, yeah. yeah, it's definitely. Hold on. Refers to me. Blah, 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 blah. The guest. Oh, the guest. Um, And uh, while creating a mock trailer, the Duffers decided to use Survive Song Dirge to serve as the trailer soundtrack. Once the show was greenlit, the Duffers contacted Survive around 2015 and asked the group to still together for potential tour this season. Uh, but when did you write it? Yeah. When did you well, write it? You tell us. I mean, at least we know it, it. I'm sure it occurred over a series of months. And but honestly, like you know, aside from Stranger Things, this would be like a great alternate universe yeah i actually have um, a tiktok uh, theme for the like, thing like show this to now well yeah, yeah i mean the second you hear like, it it's like, just like yeah it's yeah, pretty does... it's very close it is mm-hmm. very very close if you just listen to the first right there. 30 seconds of the song mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh but uh yeah i i you know obviously 
it was like you were saying, it is inspired in most part by John Carpenter. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would think it'd be really weird of, it'd be really shady of them to have heard this and then like been like, oh, I'm trying to make something that sounds like John Carpenter. Let's literally rip off John Carpenter. So I hope that's not the case. If anyone actually has some information though. Shady behavior. Uh, 1608 <laughs> hit nerd is our line for any any weird uh, music facts you may have about the music we're talking <laughs> we about. We said it first. Know? But, uh, yeah, well, and I'm sure other people have, have brought this up. I'm sure others in the music. I don't know. I don't community. know who else well, is listening to this album. Maybe not, like, like maybe it's not, like, a well, a big talked about thing, but, like, anyone that knows about this album has got to have made that connection because, like, it so. is just so, so it close. It is a whole thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although the rest of the song is very different, you know, of course, because, um, you know, it's uh, it, it goes in different directions, different places, but. I wanted to pick that part just because it's salacious and sounds like the Stranger Things uh, sound or uh, theme. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, though, uh, as far as, as besides Stranger Things, of course, um, I was thinking this could fit in the thing. And uh, honestly, Mad Max came to mind when I was hearing this. Like I could see this being in like see uh, that like like the the, the cars the are er, coming up earlier, on you one of the earlier Mad Maxes yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. like like when the cars are coming mm -hmm. yeah you know? and behind yeah. that there's like do 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 it's like a do 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 and then behind that is like wow wow it's just like yeah it, wow that yeah, sound it, really it feels like a sharp rusty yeah. knife uh huh, uh -huh. just like <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know. Yeah, That's what I think. Of. I definitely would want some kind of apocalypse scenario. Yeah, it felt it felt like apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's kind of how the thing is. Is like they're out in the yeah, middle of nowhere true. with no resources in Antarctica. Yeah, and yeah. they're being chased by a shape shifting yeah creature yeah. from space. Like yeah. it's very definitely apocalyptic desolate for them. and apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and I noticed that this kind of like it kind of ends at a similar place where it starts the album. You know. Like the 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 first track had a real similar kind of vibe to to this one, I think. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's a pretty well like paced album. Um, great to like throw in the background if you're like playing board games or something with friends. Really, really just good to zone out and and space out too. But I guess that's all of his music. Honestly, it's just a good background. I mean, that's what it's made for. Honestly, <laughs> like literally, it's made for the background of of scenes. Oh yeah uh but uh yeah yeah uh any 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 uh any specific movies or, or thoughts on this last track you thinking i i mean i think i stated all my thoughts yeah, you know yeah, it's yeah. it's it is what it is yeah you know? it's a it's a horrifying uh Horror. soundtrack of that that never was you know um it'd be interesting to to kind of think of these all in the same movie though you know what i mean like I wonder if there's like someone out there that has like a, a a pet YouTube project where they're trying to like use all of them or something. That'd be we'll cool. We'll see. That'd be really maybe cool. Maybe one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, we got one more thing we're going to do before we get out of here and let's go around and find out what everyone has been listening to and uh what we got to plug. Um I'm going to say uh I've been <laughs> I've just been listening to I'm back on my King Gizzard kick, guys. Uh we got we got a couple of weeks of King Gizzard ahead of us. And uh, yeah, I've been listening to this just endless playlist on Spotify. Nice. 
Um, they have been coming. The, the albums have been dropping and and uh, uh, disappearing on Spotify and reappearing. But uh, uh, I'm sure that they will come back and stay back. But um, yeah, uh, uh, the the new album is actually at the time of recording is going to be out in like an hour. So yeah, brand new King Gizzard coming coming down the line. I'm excited and uh plug youtube series music movies tonight chris games oh, yeah. it is out yeah. watch it like subscribe don't subscribe you learn about watch some it crazy garth brooks history yeah learn more than you need to know about chris Gaines and garth brooks uh what about you john what do you uh, listen to what do you got to plug Oh, well, I've been I've been listening to a lot of Marvin Gaye, you know, what's going oh, on. Nice, nice. Telling yeah. stuff I like that's like, you know, that uh, if you're going to get me a good Christmas gift, that that would be a good one. I, I'm looking I believe that that's at the top of the Rolling Stones list yeah, yeah, right, right yeah, now. I love that album. Uh yeah. listening to a little Stevie Wonder too, you know. Oh, nice. Back and, to and, back. And uh and a little bit of uh just just a little bit of um Van Hagar okay just a little dude bit. i've been not, yeah it's tight. not bad you know yeah yeah are these um, are these records then? no 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 none just, of them are like general. vinyl you know okay. just just me just cool. like listening to stuff so yeah. listen to a work yeah you know, yeah and, you know, nice like nice uh, i'm sure uh, what's going on is probably an expensive vinyl yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm it, it's just steph knows though i told her that's yeah. that's like uh like i i, I have faith in I have faith in my girl she'll she'll find it for me oh yeah that's but, that's uh, on the the like christmas list yeah 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 um and uh, otherwise, uh, watch Dahmer. It's oh, good. Yeah. It's good. Oh yeah, it's got. Uh, it's gross, but it's good. It's got that uh, fast guy from the Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Evan Peters. Yeah, and Evan he's, Peters. He's, he does a great job, and uh, it. You know, <laughs> being from Wisconsin, it really, really, it really. Oh. You know, I found out recently why he was in that the the Wanda show, like. So apparently the way that the deal was for the Fox movies, yeah, they weren't allowed to for so many years, they weren't allowed to change the actor that played a certain My role. My god. So literally like they couldn't No, no. Like they had I, to Actually, I've heard that about the X-Men. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's in that, their contract like that's, too. That's that information starting to come out in the nerd circles or whatever. Like that's actually the reason that's probably that, why that's, that's probably, probably why Patrick Stewart was Patrick yeah, Stewart, you yeah. know. And and, and, yeah. and Professor Professor yeah. X and that's and that's probably why uh, yeah. uh he's got to be Logan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's awesome. All you Marvel nerds are probably excited ah! about this. Everyone else could care less, but uh Otherwise, yeah, that's yeah, our Marvel Jeffrey Dahmer. It's good. It's good series. Uh-huh. Really shows the racism in Milwaukee. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, fuck that's right. That's right. That's right here, yeah. right here at home. That yeah. one. All right, I gotta pee. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you? Pee. What about you, Nate? So lately, I've been listening to. Well, it's funny that he mentioned Van Hagar because I've been listening to Fifty One Fifty a lot by them, which okay. has uh, Dreams on it. That's the best one. Best song. Yeah. Right at the end of Power Rangers. Go higher and oh, that's all right. Dude, hell yeah. yeah. That's on rocks. Yeah. And then um I've also been listening to the new Clutch album. Oh, there's um, a new one? Yeah, there's a new one. Slaughter or wait, um something at Slaughter Beach. Let me look it up really quick here. Ooh, I like I like where this is going. I like this title already. Yeah. But Sunrise on Slaughter Beach. Okay. It's a new album and it's really fucking great. A lot of people have been talking about it and Dope. it feels like um 
I don't know. A lot of their most recent releases have been in sort of like a certain vein, and they're kind of more like rocky on this again. So uh, uh -huh. like more rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tight. I love, I love some good clutch, man. Um, but uh, yeah, nice. Uh, well, and we already plugged my Minecraft channel. So the just Minecraft go to YouTube.com/slash yes. Grimgar. To the Grimgar. And I have my just progress yeah, on my now. server. Yeah, and yeah, I've been, yeah. There won't be a video on. I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but um, next Monday. Yeah, so there won't be a video um, on Sunday, 10, 8, because I'm going to my cousin's wedding and I haven't finished anything yet. But I was thinking my next thing might be something about like how I feel about Minecraft Legends, which is a new game coming out next year that I'm excited oh, about. It's like um, it's it's like um, a strategy game with like a third. It's almost like Breath of the Wild mixed with like a real time strategy where like you're. Huh. But it has like a story. It like creates its own lore of the Minecraft world, um, huh. and it'll be interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That is that is really cool. So mm -hmm. it's like they've taken like mods and kind of made it into its own thing. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, well, yeah. Check that out on the link below. Uh, there's plenty of videos there. Uh, there's plenty of videos at Flyover State TV and Flyover State Park. Just go check them out. And uh, we will have uh, our second episode of Music Movies tonight out the first Saturday of November. So look forward to that. And uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week for the brand new King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album. The Album Concept Hour is Brad LeBaron, Dave Gallagher, John Aker, and Jake the Snake Foster. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. Join the discussion on our Discord, tweet to us at Album Concept Pod, or for everything else, go to Linktree slash Flyover State Park. See you on Side B. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.